Hello, this is Just Antoine, and we're doing Start My Business Podcast, Episode 4. We are so excited because we have begun to read the book, The E-Myth Revisited. And it says, Why Most Small Businesses Don't Work and What to Do About It by Michael E. Gerber. And so we are excited to explore this book together with you. And I want to read an excerpt out of the beginning because the E stands for entrepreneur. And, you know, I've had an entrepreneur spirit for a long time. And it is a daunting uh, experience. And I've been working, I've had my business since 2014, December 2014. And of course, I had several businesses before this one, but I've had this one at least that long. And I've been in a security industry. And so uh, I'm going to share some of the things that I've experienced in starting my business uh, as we read this book together and just talk about some of those things and how that we can help each other um, be the best that we can be as an entrepreneur, as starting your own business and avoid some of the pitfalls that we fall into because we just are not aware of what's going on okay and so let's let's start i'm going to start on chapter one and we are here it says the e-myth is the myth of the entrepreneur or the entrepreneur's myth it runs deep in this country and rings of the heroic Picture the typical entrepreneur or the Herculean pictures come to mind. A man or a woman standing alone, wind blown against the elements, bravery defying insurmountable odds, climbing sheer faces of treachery rock, all to realize the dream of creating a business of one's own. And so, you know, somebody to step out on on faith to really go into the launch out into the deep to start your own business is a a a feat in itself but a lot don't fail or it doesn't last because it turns into uh as he says uh the zest for the climb had turned into terror of heights and so it turns into terror of heights after you start going through some of the trials and tribulations uh, as an entrepreneur. He says the answer is simple. The entrepreneur had only existed for a moment. He said it was rare to find a person who still had the spirit. And a lot of times he found that it was gone and gone forever in most cases. He says, if the entrepreneur survived at all, it was only as a myth that grew out of the misunderstanding about who goes into business and why. A misunderstanding that has cost us dearly in this country more than we could possibly imagine.
opportunities and wasted lives. And so it is, uh, I'm ready to dig into this book to see what, where I went wrong and how I can make those corrections and take this, take my business and help others take their business to the next level. Cause that's what it's all about helping other people. Right. And, and, you know, especially once you help yourself, the entrepreneur seizure, he says to understand the e-myth and the misunderstanding and the misunderstanding at his core. Let's take a look at a person who goes into business, not after he goes into business, but before, for that matter, where were, where were you before you started your business? And if you're thinking about going into business, where are you now? Well, if you're like most people I've known, you were working for someone else. What were you doing? Probably technical, technical work, like almost everybody who goes into business. You are a carpenter, a mechanic, a machinist. You were a bookkeeper or a pilot clipper, a poodle clipper, I'm sorry, <laughs> a dress person or a hairdresser, a barber or a computer programmer, a doctor or technical writer, a graphic artist or an accountant and a designer, interior designer or a plumber or a salesperson. Well, I was none of those. Uh, I wa was a teacher, uh, educator. So, um, but that's interesting. He says, but whatever you were, you were doing technical work and you were probably very good at it. I changed the word there. But as you were doing it for somebody else, then one day for no apparent reason, something happened. It might have been bad weather, been, been the weather, a birthday or your child's graduation from high school. It might have been the paycheck you received on Friday afternoon or a sideways glance from your boss that just didn't sit right. It might have been the, a feeling that your boss didn't really appreciate your contributions to the success of his business. So that could be anything that will spark that um, feeling in you. It could have been anything, he says. It doesn't matter what, but one day for some, for apparently no reason, you were suddenly stricken with an entrepreneur seizure. And from that day on, your life was never to be the same. Inside your mind, it sounded something like this. What am I going, what am I doing this for? Why am I working for this guy? Heck, I know as much about this business as he does. If it were for, weren't for me, he would have a business. He wouldn't have a business. Any dummy can run a business. I'm working for one. Mm. And the moment you paid attention to what you were saying and really took it to heart, your fate was sealed. The excitement of cutting the cord became your constant companion. The thought of independence followed you everywhere. The idea of being your own boss, doing your own thing, singing your own song became obsessively irresistible. 
one you were stricken with an entrepreneur seizure, there was no relief. Once you were stricken, you couldn't get rid of it. You had to start your own business. And so whatever the reason is that you may have started your business, it um, it really got you going, right? For me, I just knew I had more to offer. And I knew that the education system wasn't going to give me that platform that I needed to really exercise myself in and to reach the income level that I desired to have. And so uh, it felt like I was going into a dungeon every time I was going to school and into the classroom. And I did some um, some work as an administrator. And I, I, I liked that a lot, but it still didn't pay off as much as I wanted it to pay off. And I still didn't have... Um, I had conflicted values with the school system itself and the way that things were being done to our children. And so it was just a, I guess, a combination of things. I have ta I had tasted some entrepreneur as I was, you know, dibbling and dabbling in some other business and stuff like that. And so I, I just really wanted to do my own thing. Um, but I'm telling you, I knew it was going to be a struggle. I just didn't know how long and how great of a struggle that it was going to be. And so, and I never really, I guess my father, he he was an entrepreneur for a long time um, as a taxi cab driver, <clears throat> pardon me. But, um, and so that's part of, part of that I picked up from him and being around him and then, um, I just, I don't know. I just, I guess the bug or the seizure, as he calls it, hit me and uh, it's still with me. <laughs> it's still with me. Um, I'm going to read this part and then we're going to uh, go take a break to the next episode. It says the fatal assumption in the throes of your entrepreneur seizure, you fell victim to the most disastrous assumption anyone can make about going into business. It is an assumption made by all technicians who go into business for themselves. One that charts the course of a business from grand opening to liquidation. The moment it is made. The fact that fatal assumption is if you understand the technical work of a business, you understand a business that doesn't, that does that technical work. And the reason it's fatal is that you just, it just isn't true. In fact, it's <clears throat> the root cause of most small business failures. The technical work of a business and a business that does that technical work are two totally different things. But the technician who starts a business fails to see this. The technician suffering from an entrepreneur seizure, a business is not a business, but a place to go to work. So the carpenter or the electrician or the plumber becomes a contractor. The barber opens up a barbershop. The technical writer starts a technical writing business. The hairdresser starts a beauty salon. 
The engineer goes into the semiconductor businesses. Business. The musician opens up a music music store. All of the them believing that by understanding the technical work of the business, they are immediately and eminently qualified to run a business that does that kind of work. And it's simply not true. In fact, rather than being the greatest single assets, knowing the technical work of the business becomes the greatest single liability. <clears throat> For if the technician didn't know how to do the technical work of the business, he would have learned how to get it done. He would have forced be forced to learn how to make the business work rather than to do the work himself. The real tragedy is that when the techn technician falls prey of the fatal assumption, the business that was supposed to free him from the limitations of working for somebody else actually enslaves him. Suddenly the job he knew how to do so well becomes one job he knows how to do plus a dozen others he doesn't know how to do at all. Because although the entrepreneur seizure started the business, the technician who goes to work and suddenly the entrepreneur dreams turns into a technician's nightmare. All right, we're going to stop right there. Um, and I, I get what he's he's saying here. He's saying that, you know, running a business is totally different from just doing the technical work or the work of the business. And there's a lot of behind the scene things that go in. You got to know about finances, how to set up your bank account and um, how to manage those finances and things of that nature. Um, and a, a great book that I've read is called Profit First. It's a fantastic book. I would encourage anybody that's starting off a business to read that book. Uh, it's great. Uh, the Psychology of uh, Money was another wonderful book that talks about finances and just those type of books to really know what you're getting into, what, how to handle your money, because we're not taught there in school and it's not uh, information that's readily available to us. And so, um, yeah, this is my fourth episode of Start My Business podcast. We're excited about having it and we look further to go further and deeper into the the E-Myth book and also just to learn more about business. I'm just Antoine and we'll see you at the top. Bye for now. Be sure to like, comment, share and subscribe.